Hello. It's Nick, obviously. Uh, Claret was right. I hate recording by myself, even though it's for hopefully no more than 30 seconds. I'll be talking. Just vibing here alone. <laughs> this is awful. Anyways, uh, we, <laughs> we wanted to include a little like five minute preview of a Patreon exclusive discussion <laughs> of the uh, Astro World tragedy fiasco which then devolves also or evolves maybe depending on your opinion into uh, Gabby Petito and other topical tragedies um but yeah here's a little preview Astro World <laughs> wish I'd been there <laughs> It sounded like they needed a fast pass option. <laughs> okay, what the fuck happened? Also, we're going to be making like inappropriate jokes, but whatever. It's just us. You know that. It's just us. Just so us what girls. the fuck happened? Girl, I was hoping you would tell me. I, I think I know as much as the next person, which is Travis Scott had a music festival in his hometown of Houston. And... There were like 50,000 people in the crowd. So imagine Autzen Stadium. <laughs> um, that seats 54,000. Okay. Yeah. So imagine like, so imagine like double the amount of people who have watched my Sharp Objects video. My mom thought Travis Scott was a country artist. And I think that's the funniest thing ever. But honestly, Travis Scott sounds like sounds a country. Sounds like, a, no, I'm like, yes, yes, 100%. Absolutely. I know nothing about Travis Scott. I could not tell you a single song by him. I know he's um, sicko mode. Were you in a frat? I mean, if I heard it, if I heard a song, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I've heard that before. But I wouldn't be able to be like, that's Travis Scott. He's fathered one child of Kylie Jenner's. The other one is he fathered another one that's currently living inside of her. Disgusting. Can't believe she kept his sperm as pet. Honestly, after the Astroworld incident, I would be on my <laughs> lime scooter to Planned Parenthood if I was Okay, her. well, I saw interesting TikTok stuff about it. Okay. People were theorizing, like, what? I mean, because the Kardashians, like, everything they do is very, like, calculated and mm-hmm. it's all, like, PR. Yeah. Um, And someone was saying they're either going to break up and she's going to be a single mom or... They're going to, like, get married immediately and, like, cover, like, essentially try to push cover. it aside. Yeah. I'm going to cover up is the wrong word because it's not like they're going to be like, Distract. what have happened? Yeah, just think. That's a good word. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Did you use your thesaurus for that one? It's my brain. Yeah, they're going to distract from it by getting engaged and, like, framing Travis as, like, this family man who... He couldn't do anything wrong. He's a d- daddy and whatever, and trying to distract. Yeah, because fathers have never done anything wrong. A father's never killed. Yeah. You know what they say. Yeah. Show me one man who has both been a father and killed someone. You can't. <laughs> Check me. Jeffrey Curl. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, my father has never killed anyone, to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until Clary moves into his basement without him knowing. Your dad's the Zodiac killer. <laughs> oh my god, the blunt rotation would really be lit then. <laughs> Take the bag off his head and it's Jeff. Oh my god. 
ultimate reveal. <laughs> Face reveal. Okay, well, when I also, because I was talking about it with my family, and my grandma got really concerned because I was talking about going to the Harry Styles concert, and she mm-hmm. was like, make sure you're very safe. And I was like, Nana, people don't get trampled at Harry Styles. Harry would never. Harry would never let that Harry happen. literally never. Okay, but is it a product of, like, the people and the, like, culture around Travis Scott's music? Or is it, like, a security issue? Because I saw a lot of people being I mean, like, it's a security issue, but, like, what are they going to do? Okay, I, well, for li- for people who have, like, actually no idea what we're talking about, if you... Travis Scott, Astro World Festival, Music Festival, whatever. He was performing. 50,000 people were there. Um, and eight people died from a crowd crush, which is apparently like a, a term um, where you're Ugh. where you're crushed by a crowd. Um, and then a ninth person uh, died uh, a few days later from complications in the hospital. I mean, so for how it works if you're wondering like how do you die in a like how does that happen it's like it happens very very quickly but pretty much you're like compressed by other people's bodies and so then you're it's like you're kind of like asphyxiated um if you like literally if your body can't like expand to like get air um so there was that and there was also like people like being fucking like trampled and like falling to the ground and then in in a crowd that is so congested and compact where like you can't do anything uh, you you can't even get up because like people are already like standing on you um so it's like oh literally my God. if i died at a travis scott festival in houston texas you bet your fucking ass i'm haunting stormy for the rest of her little it's life not her fault get out of here Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, heavy We had a very Let's go ahead, terrace and look for the bit, the heavy pit. Hello, I'm recording. Are you? I'm recording. I'm recording. Thank you for asking. Good evening, Nicholas. Good evening, Doctor Smith. Oh no. How's it hanging? Let's, uh, let's give each other some like fun titles. Can I be Baroness? Baroness. Oh my oh my god. Throw the fuck back. I feel like I'm a Baroness. Throw the fuck back to what? Were you a Baroness at one time? No, the My Favorite Murder episode. <laughs> yeah. In my past life. I was a Baroness in Louisiana. I Did was they supposed have to know that you were talking know. about My Favorite Murder based on when you said throwback. Do you think my brain retains that much information? The Galapagos Affair. I know now. Okay. That's the only context I can ever imagine you, like, saying the word Baroness. Um, someone's clearly never seen The Sound of Music. T. I mean, I have several times. Like, I've seen that film over ten times, but not in the past decade, at least. Clearly you were distracted by Christopher Plummer being the sexiest man alive. Yeah, R.I.P. And weren't paying attention to the women. What? I said R.I.P. my guy. Uh, truly yeah we lost the daddy (laughs) i thought i thought (laughs) yes me when caller daddy broke up literally Uh, uh, dude my fucking my mind has been empty except for the yesification of um tony collette in hereditary that 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 photo is is 
pure art. That is so funny. I was trying to explain the yossification to my mom. It's impossible. It doesn't which work. I, which is what I love about internet culture and like memes and just this nonsense. Like I, I like I like that I literally would not be able to explain it to someone like ten years ago. Three years ago, practically. No, I agree. Like there's just so many layers. I realize this sounds ridiculous because we're talking about the yassification meme. But there are layers. Shit though. is shit shit has layers. It's like and it and it builds like year to year, you know. Like Without first in like 2013, 14, we had the that's when like yes, like that's when it started with that viral video of Oh, you don't need to educate me on the yassification of the I was educating the meme. listeners. They're not stupid, Nick. I know you always say they are. <laughs> you always say to me privately how dumb our fans are <laughs> and how you wish they'd all stop listening. And I'm like, yeah, I totally say that, Corey. You always tell me how For you wish sure. you never started the podcast, how this is yeah. all a mistake, how you yeah. regret wish ever I, talking to me. I wish that I had had the abortion. <laughs> um <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly, me too. Did I have an abortion? I'll never tell. <laughs> what? I'll never tell. Yes. What? <laughs> uh, I don't. Do you you remember that joke I made about like <laughs> being the fetus during like a coat hanger abortion, like bobbing and weaving in the womb? Yeah, I have the audio of it that I sent to you and told you to put it on Patreon. It's like a thirty second audio clip. Okay, because I was like, I was like, I don't think that ever made it into an episode, but hysterical. Go to Patreon okay. if you want to hear it. If you want, yeah, I mean that's the joke, but um. <laughs> Nick, do you want them to give us money or not? <laughs> I don't think they were going to be like, yeah, I'll pay two dollars to hear a thirty-second retold joke. I would. I mean, I would too. Overestimating how intelligent our listeners are. Speaking of which, um, the whiplash. <laughs> Uh, today, I had the pleasure uh, today? of um, meeting a listener while she had her hands like in my asshole. Um, no way. <laughs> no way. Um, so I went and got my Brazilian wax. Mm-hmm. Was she Brazilian? Yes. I was in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took a quick trip to <laughs> come to Brazil. <laughs> I took a trip to Brazil. Shows the beach. I was cool. That's how the song goes, right? Who sings that song? Did he die? Qualified to represent the Brazilians. <laughs> this is all over what? the place. Yeah. Um, I went to get my Brazilian. First of all, after watching my waxer give a whole spiel on her Instagram stories about like her late policy and like cancellation fees and like respecting her time. And then I proceeded for the first time in my like life to be late for to something. Be late. L- literally. It was I, I can't imagine you being late to something. I made it with like 90 seconds to spare. It was bad. Um, Wait, so I, you weren't late? I wasn't late. Well, I was five minutes late, but there's a seven minute grace period. Oh, okay. Okay. So you were late, but not, um, I wasn't seven? turned That's away. A, what a specific number. She's a specific woman. I think she knows that people are going to be like, okay, well there's a five minute grace period. So I can show up at five Oh five. And she'll uh-huh. like, she's like, I'll, I'll make it seven minutes. So those fucks 
Because, like, sis wants to get her money, too. Oh, also, she's a listener. Hey, girl. <laughs> okay, but we went to middle school together, and oh. I think some of high school. I don't know. I kind of blacked. And she also waxed me then. She's been waxing me since since sixth grade. It's kind of weird. That isn't funny, considering I was literally getting my mustache waxed in sixth grade. Like, that's not that far from the truth. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Honestly, this is so bad, but the first time I got my mustache waxed, I got my mustache waxed before my family went on a trip to Hawaii in sixth grade. And As you do. Because I, like, wanted to attract the island boys or whatever the fuck at the, like, <laughs> fucking resort, the gated community resort. Cut this future, Claret. You're like, I'm adding that to my folder of things I'll post when I want to cancel you. Cancel me, yeah, literally, yeah. The fuck, I mean, you and I, in terms of like material to cancel each other, it's like a nuclear standoff. It's like mutual. It's like mutual annihilation. It's shocking (laughs) that we got back together in May and didn't both end up canceled off the internet with no friends or family. anyway but our patrons were there i got my mustache wax though because i wanted to i don't know find some dick in hawaii on my family trip and no i want to like have a mustache in these pictures and thought it was finally time and it's like when i shaved my pubes when i was like 13 and it's like for literally who keep it to yourself the men at the woodburn outlet mall question mark perhaps the rip curl employees no, um, bucket lists get fucked at the Woodburn outlets. <laughs> because I was so young and because, like, my skin was sensitive, it was the first time, and, like, being on a plane, all of that, I had a really bad breakout, like, over my entire mustache. And I just remember, like, staring at myself in the mirror and being like, you're a monster. What have you done? You dumb fucking Not much whore. has changed. Yeah. And now that's become my nightly ritual. Uh, anyway, I fucking sped to this waxing appointment and was like Mm -hmm. oh my god i can't believe i sat here on the toilet watching her post these stories like live essentially i was like watching them when they'd been up for like 30 seconds so i'm like if she's looking at like views it's she knows that i have seen this and then i'm texting her being like i'm running late and she's like you have seven minutes to get here bitch or i will kill you (laughs) we were chatting it up she does a great job and Mm -hmm on the final strip you're happy with the 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 final product i am happy with the final product Mm. yes but on the final strip the the butthole i'm like Mm. yeah i'm recording my podcast tonight and then she's like i have to tell you i am an avid listener and i was like it's so nice to (laughs) and then she said rip (laughs) (laughs) it's the best part yes so if anyone is in need of a wax I can only give my highest praise to Lauren at Luna Beauty on 13th. It's the yellow building. Go hit her up. She does a great job. Girly, see you next week. <laughs> see you in four weeks. Yeah. I, see I, you next um, week. Does she, does she wax? She, like, she waxes me every four days. My hair grows so fast men? and coarse. <laughs> she does wax men. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know if she can hey, give girl. you a back facial, like Nushka or whatever the fuck, but... Well, I would never go to anyone for a back facial except Nushka, Claret. Do you think we could do Um, like a couple's back facial at Nushka's? What, one hand on each of our backs? Yeah. Or maybe she could like Um, do you with her hands and like me with her feet. 
like kind of like in a crab pose. Did, did I say on the pod what Nishka what, what Nishka um said to me the first time I got a back facial? No, but tell walk me in twenty fifteen. Set the stage. You're wearing a rip curl tank. You've lost thirty pounds from uh, probably mono. literally probably. You're carrying your coach purse. Summer twenty that I got at Whitburn. Summer twenty fifteen, graduated high school. I had had mono the first like four weeks of summer, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> and it made me really skinny. The ossification of Nick by Nushka and Mono. Oh my god! Thanks, Austin, my prom date, um, for infecting me with a thing that will be in my body forever. Actually, um, so yeah. Anyways, but no, it was like summer. Yeah, it was like summer of nick like i was really feeling myself that summer um it was the last time i was happy and no i'm kidding you'll of, be happy this friday well, and i'm killing true. you <laughs> and i'm yes. hacking away at your limbs <laughs> the yesification of clay murdering nick uh. <laughs> <laughs> sir face while you do it girl no and i i was like i was getting facials can I ask what compelled you to mm-hmm. just were you just like I'm a skinny legend it's time that I like step up my like <laughs> self-care in every other aspect of my life now that well, I'm I mean, drinking I nothing just... but aloe juice or whatever the fuck <laughs> my warm lemon water at 5 a.m. Mm. Um, uh, no I mean I, I... spandex at 5 p.m. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast where we only quote ourselves. <laughs> I hate us. I love us. We be in our skins. Yeah, we make one joke and then we're like, this will be the next joke for the next 10 episodes. Um, No, I mean, I just got out of my senior year, so I was very depressed uh, for, you know, seven months. Nick said I was very depressed. It was the last time I was happy. Girl, what was it? No, no, no. (laughs) I I just gotten out of my senior year where I was very depressed for seven months. Okay, Chloe, I'm like trying to be like vulnerable and like honest and like go fuck have yourself. Like a re- redemption arc and like it's crazy and it's like fearless and it's <laughs> happy, free, confused, and lonely and like just shut up. We can talk about red in a minute. It... <laughs> Spit out your fucking facial story, bitch. It... <laughs> you ugly beast. Spit out your stupid fucking back facial story that I begged you to tell. Okay, I mean it's it's not a it's not a fascinating like motivation I like had and I mean it, it's gotten a lot better over the past like I don't know five years but uh, but yeah no I totally had like real I mean I had horrible acne um, when I was like fourteen fifteen um, mm-hmm. and then. That carried from your face to your back. Yeah, and then it was like pretty. It was like not all over my body. Like I wasn't like a literal like minefield, but my back, like my back was. Um, oh, your back looks much better these days. I can say as someone who's rubbed tanning oil on you. No, yeah, and my I have no complaints. I'm still <laughs> thanks, bestie. When I was like really get into the folds, and you were like, oh my god, and <laughs> when I was I... elbow deep in Nick's rolls. <laughs> When I was was oiling his rolls, (laughs) my 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 cinnabons, um, (laughs) 
no yeah i had a horrible acne on my back and i didn't realize that back facials were a thing until my mom went to get a facial at um the beauty school that is now shut down she got them shut down what is that seventh yeah, for they spit in her mouth during a facial. No, so she went to get a she went to get a facial there because it's cheaper because they're students. She like saw someone like getting a back facial there, and she asked the esthetician, "What?" Because it's a beauty school and it's all just like in open air because you can't. No, yes, any... there's no privacy whatsoever. It's hysterical. I would pay an extra fifty bucks to have a curtain around <laughs> me getting a back facial. I'm not gonna lie, you're a brave soul. I thought, I thought you're like, like I'd, I'd, I'd pay an extra fifty to do it in public. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, like I'd actually pay more for people to watch. I have massage voyeurism. Tendencies. The only three true safe spaces are our Patreon, Nushkas, and the beauty school on Seventh. So my, yeah, my mom was getting a facial, saw someone getting a back facial, asked the esthetician, what's that? And they were, she, she like whispered like, oh, like he's getting a back facial. And my mom was like. disgusting and covered with hormonal (laughs) acne all over his body. He's a fucking monster. Your son should get one. And my mom said, that reminds me of my son. He's also hideous. So. (laughs) My son's disgusting just like you. Yeah. I vomit every morning. No. Uh, <laughs> that'd be awful. No. Uh, but no, she was like, hey, like, they do back facials. Like, do you want to do you want to get one? And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to get a back facial. You're sure. like, but behind closed doors, mother. Well, she left that part out. And then I arrived and I was like, I have to take my shirt off. The anxiety I have having my shirt off around other people. Um, not me, though. At that time. Yeah. No, not Clarice. She's like, here's my fallopian tubes now he lets me suckle at his teeth whenever i ask mommy give me the milk (laughs) mommy (laughs) i want milkies let me hide in your rolls on your back (laughs) (laughs) mommy are you going to nushkas again (laughs) (laughs) let me hide in your rolls while you're at nushkas he hides snacks from me in his rolls (laughs) I got a back facial. It like it worked. I mean, I didn't like get rid of my acne, but it really, really helped. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, this is a cool thing. So then I went and got one at Nishka's uh, a few months later when uh, or late, just later on in the summer before I went, I went to Hawaii and I uh, yeah, so I got a, I got the back facial. And so like, can I, you, you walk know, me through I, I what get... a back facial is? Because I've never had mm-hmm. a normal facial either. Really? No, I'm just naturally beautiful. <laughs> You're so funny, Claray. My only flaw is my massive bush <laughs> that I trust Lauren to remove every four weeks. Thanks, girl. <laughs> that I trust she's not live streaming. <laughs> Walk you through a back facial. It's a, I mean, so, okay, you've never had a facial, but, uh, well, let me get to the joke first. So I, <laughs> I, I, get, I get all settled at Nishka's and she like, you know, floats in and uh, like kind of graces her fingers along my back. And then she's, I don't know, like Eastern European. And she goes, oh, well, you really needed a back facial. 
And I was like, thanks, girl. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm sure you're going to do a great job. And she did. And I continued to be a patron (laughs) like you should be. If someone said that to me, I'd cry. No, I. she said she was like, oh, you really needed a back facial. And I was like, <laughs> yep. 18 year old me just like, yeah, no concept of um, self-defense. <laughs> I didn't even You're realize brave. it was an attack. Yeah. So brave for not killing yourself once again. Gold star. As per use. I, uh, but a back facial. I mean, I haven't had one in a while, but um, try to remember I don't know, they, like, rub a bunch of shit on you and (laughs) feces. No, they just, like, rub a bunch of whatever, like, a cleanser. They always walk you through it, too. They're like, all right, now I'm using a tea tree oil. It's really natural. Is it kind of ASMR-y? 100%. And it's like, it's going to get rid of the extremities um, on this. And it's, like, really good and soothing. Does she, like, pop your zits? And we're going to get some chamomile. And I was like, okay, cool. So they always walk me through the product, and I never pay attention because I'm just, like, low-key trying to relax. No, but she goes, then, shut the fuck up and squeeze my foul back pustules. Nushka doesn't really tell me what she's doing. She just does it. No As questions. she should. Yeah. She knows <laughs> it's, her place. Yeah, you are fully surrendering your entire like bodily autonomy to Nushka when you walk in those doors. Oh, my God. No, okay, so, like, they... They clean your back pretty much, um, and then they get like a, a machine that just shoots steam at your back. And so then you're, and they also do this during a facial, and then that like makes the uh, pores like widen, I think, or like open up. Okay. With the with the steam, I believe, um, and so that makes the uh, the extraction easier. And then she just goes, and then she just goes around my entire back with, uh, with an extractor and pulls out literally everything, and then cleans my back entirely again, and uh, maybe like a light two minute massage type deal, and then she walks out, and then I give her eighty dollars, and I go on my merry way. Okay, no flex, yes. but I don't have back knee, but I want that. Well. It's all. Uh, Will she touch me if I don't I have that me? Will she just like caress me and tell me I'm pretty? Because I can also deal with that. <laughs> I mean, they also do waxing there. Um, I would never be unfaithful and, to Lauren. Oh, sorry, I forgot she's an avid listener. Oh, fucking dare you? Yeah. If she said, li- if she said, I, I, I've listened, I'd be like, whatever. But she said, I'm an avid listener. And I'm okay, like, now I'm scared. I'm not quoting her right, but I feel like that's what she said. We got to do right by our girl. Yeah, she like never hears this. So. <laughs> I want all of our listeners to see my vagina that's all i have to say and they will for only five dollars a month we're gonna post (laughs) clarae's nudes (laughs) our patreon is actually just an OnlyFans. yeah literally watch me and clarae collab okay can you fucking believe by the time this episode comes out we will likely be in each other's sweet sexual embrace disgusting I'm crying, screaming, vomiting, never been done before, crazy, fearless, lonely, confused, sad, lonely, tragic, beautiful. Do you want to talk about Red? Okay, so let's talk about Red very briefly. I don't want to, I don't need this podcast to turn into like a Taylor Swift fan podcast, but I want (laughs) to. Comedy, (laughs) Comedy, culture, and Taylor Swift. The clock starts now. Okay, Taylor Swift released her second re-recorded album which is a re-record of her 2012 
blockbuster. <laughs> okay, I don't. Well, I have a lot. I have, actually have a lot to say that I'm going to try to sum up really quickly. I don't like the hype we've created around re-releases of these albums. The conspiracy theories, as funny as they can be, are so goddamn annoying, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this, like, okay, when I first heard, I guess when I first heard that she was re-releasing and re-recording all of her scooter albums. um, (laughs) Her first six, yeah. I just thought she was going to do it in order or, like, drop them all at once. I didn't realize it was going to, I mean, I wasn't a fan at the time, so I guess I didn't realize, like, what... Because she announced it, like, over two years ago that she was Yeah, so I thought it was, like, kind of a, like, oh, yeah, like, fans are excited, but it's kind of, like, a no-big-deal thing. So when I Mm -hmm. tuned in and became a fan, I quickly realized it was not the case. And the re-release of Fearless um, really set the tone for how nuts everyone is. (laughs) And it Mm -hmm. I've learned that everyone's only crazier than I thought they were and they just continue to get crazier. Not to be like a I'm not like other fans, but I'm not like other fans. I'm fucking different. All that being said. I mean, I I think most fans are like us, probably, where we like very much like the music and are like very excited when new stuff comes out. Mm -hmm. But we like I'm not going to TikTok to make to like do some like 9-11 theory, but the Taylor's version. No, I'm going to TikTok to bully people. Yeah, exclusively. Literally, Clarice sends me TikToks, and I'm like, what? Uh, I'm like, what is your for you page? What is happening? It is like furries hugging each other at the airport, and she's like, us. It is the world's second largest bird being summoned across a lake, and she's like, <laughs> us next week. <laughs> us when you pick me up at the airport. Yeah, it's that, and it's Trisha Paytas and her most recent <laughs> endeavors, which I'll get into in a minute because I'm okay. appalled and fascinated. But okay, mm-hmm. all that being said about Taylor Swift, though, I I have been like blown Deep away in the throes. <laughs> by this album. When oh, Fearless, by Red? Yeah. When Fearless was re-recorded, re-released, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was like excited. I feel like I enjoyed it more than i like her voice sounds more mature the production quality is nicer whatever i wasn't thrilled or like i don't know blown away by the like from the vault new music Mm -hmm. i like a couple of them i thought were good but i wasn't like blown away yeah i think red like absolutely blew it out of the fucking water yes it evokes such a like feeling and aesthetic and just like general vibe i was driving to my voice lesson today at like i mean the sun sets early now because it's winter seasonal <laughs> you, you were driving at 1 30 p.m and the sun i'm like i was driving at 11 a.m and the sun yeah. was setting practically i was driving on at 2 30 and it was like sunny but cold and i was driving in like Oof. rural roads mm. in pleasant hill the yeah, leaves yeah, were yeah. falling. I had the windows down and I was blasting like all too well 10-minute version. It was beautiful. Like, the yeah. album really makes you feel like a certain time of year, a certain... Makes you want a non-fat caramel latte from Starbucks. I'm... Unfortunately. So stoked about this album. Nick? <laughs> Nick's like, I fucking yeah. hate it. Okay. Did... <laughs> Did... Do you remember literally anything about when Red came out in 2012? 
I, okay, all I remember, because I had fallen off the bandwagon of being a fan, because I was a fan for Speak Now, and then mm. I decided I hated her again for whatever reason, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel like was mm-hmm. when a lot of people started to hate her as well. And all I remember was people were like, she's starting to like have pop influences. Ugh. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I Knew You Were Trouble was a trash song, which I still think it is. <laughs> and um, I knew you were trouble and we are never getting back together. If you only showed me those, like, without any other context of Taylor Swift, and we're like, this woman who recorded these two songs is, like, your favorite artist, I would think you were insane. Like, I, you know what I mean? In comparison to everything else, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Well, I mean, that? yeah, if those were the literally the only two <laughs> songs, I'd be like, yeah. No, cool like i'll definitely follow your soundcloud like it's like they make you feel like you're shopping at a kohl's and i don't go to Mm -hmm. kohl's so (laughs) they make me feel like i'm at the woodburn outlet mall and i don't go to the woodburn outlet mall girl i can't wait for us to go to the woodburn outlet mall. oh my god we're finally gonna black friday (laughs) everybody get to the woodburn outlet mall black friday nick and i are fucking in the parking lot (laughs) live we're signing titties but that's all i remember i remember people being like mad that she was like moving away from country and i remember thinking those songs Mm -hmm. were bad and then i was like Mm -hmm. yeah fuck taylor swift i I hate her (laughs) cool okay (laughs) love that journey for you yeah you sound great okay so Like, in fifth grade was when Fearless came out. My sister played it nonstop, and I hated it so much. I was like, oh, my God, stop. But eventually I was like, I just, like, she played it so much that I knew, I literally knew all the songs. And then I was like, okay, like, it's kind of catchy, whatever. And then I just, like, slowly started listening to Fearless more. And then at that point, Speak Now was out. um, Or not at that point. What am I talking about? And then Speak Now came out. And (laughs) literally what? And so Speak Now came meant. out and uh, it, came, it was out um, summer 2011 when my parents informed us that they were no longer living together as a husband and wife. <laughs> Me yep. and Clarice in February. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, February 11th when he told me we were no longer living together as podcaster yeah, and podcasters. With a big smile on my face. That summer. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I no, it's fine. Um, that summer You should be apologizing. <laughs> Let's fight. I take back everything I've said. I I don't I'm not sorry about I anything. I have no regrets. I hate Taylor Swift and I had no fault in the breakup. It's all your fault. <laughs> and I agree. No, okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, Speak Now came out, and I listened to that, like, pretty, like, religiously that summer. Um, I I stand by it. I think that album is, like, definitely, like, top five. I think that's in the, like, upper echelon of her music. I think it is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to the Speak Now concert in beginning of September 2011. Um, oh, my God, 10 years ago. So, and after that concert, I was like, I am a fan of taylor swift because it was just like it was an unbelievable concert and 
yeah so when red came out i mean it was sophomore year and i like drove to target during my free period to buy the cd for me and a friend so i bought like two copies of the a cd my bank no and, freak and then, her name was phoebe um Fuck you, or phoebe. is yes <laughs> no we we like phoebe i haven't talked to her in like five years hope you're doing well girl and i yeah i fucking bought the uh, yeah i bought the cd and listened to it nonstop that fall of sophomore year mm-hmm. and it's um, a fall album that is an it's 100 percent fall album yes vibe yes it's a it is 100 percent a fall album and i just remember like thinking like half of the like i love half of these songs so much and then the i remember thinking the other half i'm like i don't like i don't want to listen to this at all um i remember feeling very very strongly about like half of these i have zero interest in and the other half i think are like pretty stunning a lot a good amount of those i've like come around to like like Mm -hmm. i almost do um i do think is a good song even though i didn't enjoy listening to it um sad beautiful tragic um i don't know you know things things that when you're 16 it's like i'm like i don't like what are you talking about like sad beautiful tragic like, like calm down you me and megan and then i turn 18 and i'm like oh okay yeah yeah tag yourself i feel like i always skip sad beautiful tragic and then when i don't skip it i'm like why do i skip this i mean it's not a song you want to like hear a lot it's i mean it is it's pretty it's sad, sad beautiful and tragic um yes let's talk about songs you don't want to hear a lot fucking add ronin to my special playlist of crying and throwing up i'm like Bitch, can you stop doing this? <laughs> I remember listening to that song when it came out and literally thinking, okay, I will not listen to this again. And then when me and Megan were having our little listen party, it came on and I was like, okay, like this is the second time I'm hearing the song. And then I we listened to it. Megan's crying. I'm like, not, but like I would be if I wasn't on antidepressants. Yeah, I mean, this was like, you were my best four years or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I like, I don't need to listen to this song. Like, I acknowledge that it is beautiful and it like served a purpose. Happy it's on the album, but like, I don't need to. I, I, I will. I won't listen to this. It's I'm not glad a good it exists, time though. to plug my special playlist called "Crying and Throwing Up" for songs that you really shouldn't listen to more than one time. That like make me hyperventilate. Um, go to my Spotify. It's my first and last name. Oh my gosh. So yeah, uh I mean in terms of like the hype around the re-release or the re-releases, I also initially thought first, like when I first heard that it was like probably happening, um, I was like, oh, that's cool that she's gonna like Yeah, but I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, like she's gonna like drop all of them at once and it's like not going to be like a big thing or whatever but then i saw the interview of her (laughs) sometime around when lover was coming out i saw the interview with her and someone asked her like um so you are like you could start re-recording these albums uh next year is that something that you're interested in doing and she like she smiled and she was like absolutely and i was like oh okay this is gonna be like a big fucking thing <laughs> okay but the, as much as okay well, i mean it doesn't hurt anybody so like whatever i guess i just find it <laughs> annoying but like the fans are like making it 
Like, y'all are making it worse. Like, if you all just chilled out and stopped being like, well, in the music video, when she, like, digs her hand into the cake, there's two lines and the cake is red and red plus two lines equals 1989. But if you apply the like letters to each of the numbers that actually spells speak now which means speak now is coming in two days on the red moon i'm like what's fucking happening (laughs) (laughs) also we're having a blood sacrifice tonight she said in an interview like sometime in the past week um she's like yeah i'm done giving like like super cryptic easter eggs and also but i'm like girl you never started like people just make it up yeah, like, I know. I'm like, like, your Easter eggs not, are boring. Her Easter eggs are easy, boring, and she her, tells her literal you. Easter eggs were uh, with the uh, me music video. She's like, it's the title of the album is in the video, and there's like, it's a massive light up billboard that says "Lover," and then everyone's like, oh, it's the album's gonna be called "Lover." And then she's like, I haven't seen anyone guess it yet. It's like, girl, like you're looking in the wrong places. Then so dumb. Anyways, I saw a really stupid TikTok (laughs) where someone pointed out the fact that in what is the fucking music video called? Why can I not think of the song for for what? The one that just came out with the cake. All too well. Oh, uh, I I bet you think about me. The like ring she's wearing this like ruby ring that's like diamond and like a halo, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And someone was like. It's an Easter egg. It, it's Blake Lively's ring. And everyone was like, yeah, she's wearing her friend's ring. And the like creator was like, yeah, I know. I was just pointing it out. I was like, what? I mean, that is te- that is an Easter egg. It just doesn't have any meaning. It's an Easter egg in terms of like, oh, like fun little detail. I mean, that's technically what an Easter egg is. Yeah, I It's guess. just like fun thing to point out. But I mean, it has a new meaning of like it's a clue for something further down the line. It's a clue that she has Blake Lively in her fucking closet and Blake Lively is her slave (laughs) and needs to be set free. Everyone go find her. (laughs) Um, So, Nick, what were your thoughts? Yeah. So I realized that the re-records are going to be like a big deal. I realized that they were going to be a big deal and I wasn't super surprised. Um I think, I mean, she's a very, very, very smart person, um, both like creatively and business wise, obviously. So, and it is a very, it's a great decision, both artistically and commercially, uh, to re-release them and to make them like a very big deal because. Get your coin. Because now the albums like are hers that she owns and. She's also like making an insane amount of money off a nine year old, a nine and 13 year old album. So it's a, it's a, it's a genius move. And I can't like, uh, I can't fault her for that at all. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm not bothered by the, the long release. And it also, as a, someone who's been a fan of hers for a really long time, it is nice to like, I don't know, listen to the albums where I'm at like a very different point in my life. Because listening to Red as a 25-year-old is very different than listening to it as a 16-year-old. And it's a much better experience. (laughs) And uh, 
and yeah, I I just I I'm happy it's happening because I'm already a big fan of hers, I guess. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I <laughs> once again, I get all my material and information from TikTok. But I saw this video that was honestly sweet, but like it was a little cringy. But she was saying like, I'm a Taylor Swift fan who liked her first three albums and then joined the like Taylor Swift hate club when Red came out and then came around to being a fan again within the last couple of years. And like, yeah, shout out to you losers who liked her the whole time because like, you staying a fan is like what is giving us these re-releases and like what kept her career alive and like shout out to you guys for like not jumping on the like taylor hate wagon because like Mm -hmm. it's what gave us these re-releases and is going to give us what's going to give us woodvale (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, which i thought was really sweet and i was like absolutely i sent it to megan and i was like shout out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't send it to you though yeah i we can talk about that in couples therapy i remember i remember a friend of mine in high school when this album came out um i was who was she's like a big she was a big taylor swift fan and a big country fan in general um and i was like oh like have you listened to red and she's like no i don't like taylor swift i don't like taylor swift anymore and i'm like oh what like i'm like what she do um and <laughs> And she said, she's not a country artist. And I'm like, this is so stupid. I remember, like, I remember, I just yeah. remember having that thought where I'm like, what, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's not a country artist. Like, one, okay, for the record, the only, like, pure country album she has is her first album. Everything Dude. after that has, uh, everything after that has a little bit of either pop or rock or, or country. Like, but the way that I had this exact conversation with my whole family at dinner last night, <laughs> fearless, like doubt, doubt moved much more into like kind of like country rock and okay. speak now is very much. Uh, and I feel it's weird to call Taylor Swift like a, a rock artist, but, uh, but in terms of like, speak now is speak now is super, uh, is a very like it's a very loud and intense like stadium arena type album in terms of like the guitars and like haunted with like the fucking like like, the bell Uh, and it's a it's a very intense album and then red red is uh uh like there's so many there's so many genres on the album uh which is another incredible thing about the album is that it's describing heartbreak in so many different ways Yes. I feel like, okay, I mean, music in general is all becoming kind of a, like, uh, there's not, like, pure genres of anything anymore. I feel like everything mm. ha- is influenced by other genres. But I feel like that's how mu- a big That's how one. music works. I, literally. But I was, like, saying this last night. It was, like, I mean, if you're asking, like, if Taylor, like, when Taylor Swift stopped being country, like, what do you consider country like Johnny Cash? Because then she never was <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Where's her like Cash influence, from? like she, like her influence on the genre. Like you can see a notable change, like in, you know, m- like mainstream country, you can see how it kind of shifted once people realize like that 
the way she was doing it was very very popular kind of in the same way casey musgraves with golden hour was like a very it was still like that's a totally a country album like Mm -hmm. 100 percent. but i've also literally never heard anything like that in terms of especially within that genre it's that's uh, what i feel about trixie mattel's music i mean it's like when you think of like drag queens music you think of like diss tracks and she was like i think of nothing i think my head is completely empty (laughs) i mean it's like dance club diss track like yeah not like serious music and then trixie was like what if i put out like a country folk album which to my knowledge i know of no other drag performer who was like i'm gonna make serious music in this like other persona essentially which is really cool and like i like i've only listened to two of her albums but big fan um yeah but yeah i big shout out to taylor swift because I don't know any other artist that could force me to listen to Ed Sheeran more than <laughs> once on an album. Really when brave text, of her. When you texted that to me and Megan on release night, <laughs> we both got the text and we looked at each other. And then I, we, it was like silent for a second. And then I was like, I'll go ahead and say it. Like, I'm president of the Ed Sheeran isn't bad club. <laughs> like. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, I've literally, I've never like listened to a full album of his, but I don't like have some like vehement dislike, I guess. Okay. I really, really don't like him, but I know if like he as a person me, or just his music, his music and looking at him is hard for me, but like <laughs> Jesus, that picture of him standing next to Beyonce, like my sleep paralysis demon, literally, literally. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 I'm real. I'm gonna forget. I need to comment on that photo. People posted that photo everywhere, and we're like, "This is so indicative of like." <laughs> I'm like, it's indicative of, of like, two different artists. Shut the it's, fuck up. It's so indicative of how we treat men differently than women. Like Ed Sheeran can show up to a red carpet in pajamas, and Beyonce is in like. 1000 sequin diamonds or whatever i'm like beyonce could wear pajamas too and no I'm like, one you motherfuckers like we all know we all know and if you don't if you if you disagree with me you are lying to yourself and god we all know that if beyonce showed up to anything wearing pajamas like it would it would be what you think people are going to cancel her or shit on her and be like wow lazy bitch no it'd be like oh when's beyonce's pj set coming out (laughs) literally and i would buy it i would pay 90 dollars for that set hope she's not listening (laughs) i mean i think it's just the i'm like do you people once again the internet lacks critical thinking skills but i'm like yeah lady gaga sometimes wears a meat dress and like daughtry of daughtry Wears like rock revival jeans and cowboy boots and v-neck t-shirts. Like, you don't what? Like, that's just Beyonce wore Beyonce wears fancy nice shit because she enjoys wearing fancy nice shit. Chris like, that's part, is his full name. Like, that's part of her thing. No, and Ed Sheeran and Ed Sheeran wears Nike joggers because that's what Ed Sheeran does. Like Ed Sheeran you- wears fucking loose fitting jeans and old navy t-shirts and doesn't brush his hair because that's the Ed Sheeran aesthetic. Okay, don't because be that's the Ed Sheeran rude. we all know and love, and you leave him alone. <laughs> so, 
Okay, but, Anyways, um, but I will say, to, but yes, before yes, I yes, like yes. really ride this I hate Ed Sheeran train, <laughs> I once rode the I hate Taylor Swift train. I once rode the I don't read books train. I read, <laughs> I rode. That's a, that's, a, that's a scary train to be on. I rode the I don't like the sound of my own voice train. Um, what other trains that I rode the I don't go for runs train. I rode a lot of like very hard trains. So before I like conduct this train <laughs> off a cliff, Ed Sheeran's all right. Okay. <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts on Red before we get really deep into it. Before um, I talk about Trisha Paytas next week. No, State of Grace and Treacherous are. I've said before that State of Grace is my favorite Taylor Swift song. I haven't done a ranking recently, but it, it always makes well. me think of you. It, oh, but I adore that song so much, and I'm so happy that she re-recorded State of Grace. I'm, I mean, I'm happy she re-recorded everything, but State of what Grace if specifically. She hadn't re-recorded State of Grace the whole rest of the album, and then she's like, "Fuck you." I, I would, I would literally stop being a fan. If she was like, I hate that song, I'm not including it. I'd be like, I'm I'm out. I'm, I'm burning my vinyls. She's like, like 22 <laughs> acoustic version. Sorry, we didn't have time for Cedar Grace. And I'm feeling... <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters. <laughs> 22 from the Folklore Vault. So... <laughs> I love State of Grace. It's such a it's such a like big song and the vocals are really big and her voice has just gotten like so much more like well equipped to to actually like do what the song is asking for, which is funny cuz like she wrote it and I'm like girl had high hopes. Like <laughs> and, uh, look and see the future. But yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds fantastic. Treacherous in the original Pitchfork review for Red the OG. Um the pitchfork review has an entire paragraph about how fantastic treacherous is. And I'm like, as it should. Yeah. And yeah, I know everyone's focusing on all too well. Um, and it deserves it. It is, it is probably like it. There's totally an objective argument that it's her best song. Um, yeah. I totally acknowledge that. Um, I mean, but, they're wrong, and it's and, nice to have a friend as her best song, but, like, you're not ready for that conversation. It's nice to have a friend stance. Uh, but, yeah, as you were Lovely. saying, The Vault the vault was, uh, <sighs> I mean, literally these uh, eight songs could be, be, like, their own album. In, yeah. be their own album or EP or whatever. Um, obviously, Better Man and Babe and All Too Well, like, we've already heard in some way. Um, some of us haven't, but, but like, don't worry. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the cl- like the clear, clear winner of the vault is nothing new with Phoebe yeah. Bridgers. I cannot believe. That's that song just blew. I'm like, every time I listen to it, I feel like I discover I something new about she- it that I need to like take a nap because of. I just can't believe she wrote that when when she was 22 and I can't believe it. When didn't. Phoebe I mean, was I, learning I did, to crawl. I can't, <laughs> I, I mean, I can believe uh, that it got cut because I think, I think it's a very, very vulnerable song and 
um, mm-hmm. in a way that's different than the other ways that she had been vulnerable. Um, I agree. Cause it's not about, cause it's not about heartbreak or a boy. It's about like no longer being a brand new artist that everyone is talking about. Um, but I mean, uh, Phoebe got a bridge, Phoebe got a, or Phoebe got a, <laughs> Phoebe got a bridge, Phoebe got a verse. And so that curse has been broken. Thank God. She listened um, to criticism. We love to hear it. R- R.I.P. to every other female artist she's done a collab with. <laughs> um, no, R.I.P. to everyone who said um, down the bottle if Phoebe has a verse with the red drinking game. Because um, Phoebe. Hope you're doing I well. Mean, they fucking duet on the bridge. It's beautiful. Their voices yeah. complement each other so well. It's like I can it's like I can feel time moving is it's i'm like you yeah that's i'm i should i should have said that in therapy yesterday although i did come out to my therapist yesterday as a taylor swift fan i'm like i don't know if i've ever i don't know if i've ever talked about this but i'm like a huge taylor swift fan and she was like no i didn't know that and i'm like huge fan i'm like oh really i haven't i've never talked about that no no you haven't that's shocking because that's like a very big part of my life that is shocking it's like people not knowing I'm a huge bitch. Yeah. Um, and she's like, she's like, I learned something new about you. I knew, learned something new about you every week. And I'm like, I can't wait to see what it is next week. <laughs> she's going to learn you're gay next week. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. I'm sorry. Just like your saggy foreskin. Anyway. So Nick, I know you're not. She hangs up the call. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gay. She's like, sorry, bad connection. Don't contact me again. <laughs> I know you're not on TikTok. I mean, I watch if you if you if you text me a TikTok, I will watch it. I'm not saying this to you because you know that, but I'm just saying, just saying that in general. Okay, so I let me Google something really fast so I don't like start offending people. Okay, so Trisha Paytas, I yes, assume you are aware that she does this thing where she like has a new like aesthetic identity. Yeah. Vibe like once a week. <laughs> BPD Queen. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> I mean. So but, most recently I mean she she's literally I, I think she's literally been like, I have BPD. No, she literally does. That's like Yeah, but <laughs> that's the joke. No. We talked about this with the frenemies oh, breakup. Like she was fully having a manic episode that she yeah, hasn't ever. She's been having a manic episode since that hasn't ended. Loki. Yeah, but most recently, okay. So she's engaged to Ethan's wife's brother, who's a Jewish man, and <laughs> she's awesome. been like talking about how she's converting to Judaism and like. Yes. She's also always had like she's had a weird Jewish fetish. For, like, oh, absolutely. I mean, you quite can. A while. Everyone, go Google. Trisha Paytas fetish, fetishizing Jewish people. It's weird. And she's always like, I love Jews. I love Jew food. And I'm like, girl, what? Also, I love how the I love how the word Jew is like <laughs> you hear it and you're just like, hmm. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> there was a phase where she was going to some like Jewish deli market place mm-hmm. like once a, Jew a day. Market. And- <laughs> <laughs> like, why does it sound so weird? <laughs> No, she'd be and she'd make TikToks and be like, a day in my life eating Jew food. And everyone's like, Trisha. Oh my God. And she like was wearing well, like Star of David matzo necklaces. And, like, kosher wine. 
like, like a Bialy. <laughs> essentially. She's fucking just drinking Manischewitz and eating fucking stale matzah. Whatever. And people She's have- like making latkes. Once again, like, she- <laughs> similar to last week's topic, like, she's uncancelable, unfortunately. Yes. She has yes. done so unfortunately. many- Unfortunately. I mean, well, she's done so many fucking problematic things. Like, she should have been dropped a yes. very long time ago. Um, yeah. But we love, we love, we love a spectacle. That's why, but the, it's it's why, it's why she's popular. Yes. I mean, yeah. It's, okay. So, she posted on the 3rd a video of her at KFC only eating the chicken skins like she got a family-sized bucket of chicken and then just eats the, like the fried skin and everyone was like what the fuck she said it's because i'm vegan so w- within the day later that day she was like i don't i hope uh-huh. i'm pronouncing this wrong she was like she okay so later that day she's doing some meditation in her backyard doing a Hare krishna prayer Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is the what is the religion that is tied to? I've tried to Google it. And then... Wait, say it again. Hare Krishna. Uh, probably Hinduism. Sure. Because Chris, Krishna is a Hindu god, I believe. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Brain cell at full capacity. I, I mean, yeah, this is not my thing to speak on, but it was alarming <laughs> that, like, literally a couple hours later, she's like, I, "I'm converting." And then she starts posting things about, like, I have a third eye. And then she's vegan the next day. The next day, it's vegan mukbang, becoming a devotee to Hare Krishna. Uh, Then she does a little haul from the, like, temple. She, like, went to the gift shop and bought a bunch of shit. Uh, Yeah, visited the Hare Krishna temple in Venice today and was everything I needed and more. Had an amazing... Had amazing vegan food at their cafe. She like does a little fucking a literal haul. Then she goes, which is all like classic Trisha. Yeah. Then she goes on to let the world know that she's not on her meds anymore because veganism like cured her. I'm sure it did. Sounds like you've been on this journey for a while. Um, but most recently, the most interesting thing that has. <laughs> The fact that she's engaged to someone who is a who is at the very least related to like normal people, Ethan and his wife. Shocking. Well, behind closed doors, is she just like LOL, or is she like actually like? I don't know because there's definitively unwell. I think there's a, a lot of it is performance art. <laughs> there's no way it's not. I mean, I think a lot, I think, okay, I think it's a fair balance, mental illness. Trisha Paytas is the artist of the decade. Amen. I mean, I think a lot of it is mental illness, a lot of it is performance, and a lot of it is something in between, and I don't really know what to define it as, but okay. A mentally ill performance. I think this was last night. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yesterday, she posted a TikTok of her and her fiance Moses on the couch, and she has like a little His name's Moses? Yes. Okay. Um, if you're unfamiliar with some of her work, she released a song a couple years ago when she was a devout Christian um, mm. called I Love You, Jesus. And she recently, in the 
same vein as Taylor Swift, re-recorded it um, as I Love You Moses and like did a full, like made a full music video and like reproduced the whole thing. Hell yeah. I Love You Moses, Trisha's version, Snyder, the Snyder cut. Yeah. Jewish version from the vault. Zack Snyder's Trisha Paytas, (laughs) I Love You Moses. So yesterday, she made a TikTok sitting on the couch with Moses eating a like mini fun size snickers Uh and everyone in the comment was like girl snickers aren't vegan and then she posted Mm. the the next one do they have like milk in them or something yeah it's milk chocolate okay the caramel has dairy in it i mean most like chocolate halloween candy isn't vegan yeah 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 in fact all i don't think any of it is anyway the next one the next tiktok is like once again, it's like a solo dramatic scene at a thespian conference. She's like, what? Are you kidding me? What? Are you joking? Snickers aren't vegan. There's no milk. There's no eggs. There's no meat. And everyone in the comments is like, girl, it's literally milk chocolate. Girl, it whatever. And then in the next one, this is all happening like rapidly. Then I she's like, this oh, my God. <laughs> I've confirmed go. that Snickers are not vegan. It's With definitely who? gonna come up. I'm not gonna make myself throw up, but I think it's going to come up. And everyone's like, "What?" And everyone's like, "No, keep it in. It's fine. Like we <laughs> forgive you. We're just letting you know." <laughs> and then she makes a million more like sad TikToks, being like, "I'm a failed vegan." Um, yes. But today she was back <laughs> I, at it. What a crazy three three day journey this has been for her truly first her third eye opened then she closed it with (laughs) this is her vegan bender and today she was advertising some vegan rice krispie treats that honestly look so good i'm about ready to go buy some oh fuck yeah i guess she's doing her job correctly but i am just fascinated with this woman i want to understand but then again i don't (laughs) that's all Hare krishna live laugh love Gatekeep gaslight girl boss. Wig slay boots the house down, mama. Vagina slay queen. Charlie XCX. Lindsay texted me. Lindsay texted me this morning. Danny has never heard boots the house down, Houston. I'm deceased. Dump him, sis. And so I get that text and I'm like, is she having a stroke? What is this? Because I literally did not know what she was talking about. Oh my god, you are such a boomer. So then I literally Google boots the house down, mama, yes. And then I and now I understand. Um and I sent her a screenshot of my Google search. (laughs) I'm like me right now. I mean, you're brave for not being on TikTok and only watching what you're sent because I mean I definitely like that's like where I stay relevant. I know when you text me a TikTok, it's like it's gonna be a banger. And they always are. No, that is like, I feel like everyone has some like lightly boomerish tendencies. And I feel like your biggest boomer tendency is that you're not on TikTok. I mean, I've so, I, I, I'm a closeted millennial woman. Um, Definitely. And I love you nonetheless. And I don't really like millennials, so. <laughs> or women. I told my therapist, um, Wixley Mama. No, I told my therapist <laughs> uh, like a few months ago. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm like coming to terms with the fact that like I think I'm a closeted millennial woman, and she laughed, and I'm like, they just seem like 
I don't know, like very organized and like goal oriented and like bullet journals and stuff. Um, and she's like, yeah, maybe on the outside we are. (laughs) (laughs) Becky with the jokes. So (laughs) I feel like I'm definitely a like closeted, um, lesbian greatest generation or they're all dead. The great depression. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like one of them was born in the wrong generation. I was born in the wrong generation. Cut to like tumbleweed going over like a poverty stricken town. Love it. Clary's like, take me back. So I don't want to brag because that's, you know, that's never attractive. But as you all know, um, or do you? I don't know. Um, I have a YouTube channel. And oh, I know what we're talking about. I know where this is going. And like, I yeah, I'll just get it out. I have a hater. Um, I have a hater. Someone who has left multiple hate comments on that several filled me with rage on two videos of mine. So let me. While you pull those up, I would just well like actually to say, oh. Do you have the hater here with you today? Yeah, morbid diathesis come out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, on, in all seriousness, I kind of, I'm a little hesitant to even like talk about it on the podcast because I don't want to give them any. I do. I think it's hysterical. I don't want to give them any attention because like that's obviously all they're going for, if anything. We all want attention. Yeah, I get it. We're all just like you morbid diathesis. But no, I mean, like, I mean, like, please keep it coming, I guess. Can we get, like, those, like, heart-shaped tattoos with a ribbon through them? Both of us that say morbid diathesis, please, <laughs> as a tribute. Okay, I get, like, weirdly protective of the ones that I love when they are being attacked. And of the way that partners. I started to get, like, feral... When the first hate comment came out, I was like, must protect my husband. I like got really intense and like was ready to kill. For for some context, <laughs> for some context, uh, my first video is on sharp objects and it's my most uh, viewed video at the moment. And I, it's a 42 minute video and I spent... All in all, I probably spent like five months working on it um, from like writing through finishing the edit. And I had voiceover help from Megan, Claret, and Massimo, um, (laughs) the Holy Trinity. I mean, I probably put in like, mm, I'd say a good like five to ten minutes of my life recording those. No, you originally you spent like a good while there we have like 13 takes of okay well it's, it was funny when you asked me to do the voice recording that was long before before the podcast the podcast yeah. like it hadn't even been presented as like oh lol we should start a podcast ha 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 like yeah. that wasn't even a conversation i didn't even know what a podcast was i was still very much in my like i don't like the sound of my own voice phase yeah. so being still asked will you rec- shut up will you i am i'm dead serious i hate my voice I can't, I like, I, I don't talk about my ev- friend like that. Are you more of a Shut up. I can't. <laughs> it was me. Can you imagine? That would be 
That would be like, that would be crazy person behavior. Yeah, that's when I take over this podcast and it becomes two girls, one brain cell, Claray's version. <laughs> A daddy has died. No, every time I, every time I listen to the, listen to this podcast uh, of ours <laughs> and I hear my voice, I'm, I'm, I, I actually cannot believe that people listen to this, especially people who literally do not know us. I'm like, how do you stand the sound of my voice? That's so crazy. Cause I got over that almost instantly. And I used to really hate my voice. I got, I mean, I'm over it in terms of like, I can listen to it. And I don't cringe, but I still don't like it. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. I just, I feel, I, I really feel like I was talking about this with my mom today and she was asked, because I was literally saying my side of it. And she was like, well, how does Nick feel? And I was like, I actually don't know. So there's your answer, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I just sound like I permanently have like two dicks in my mouth at all times. I mean, don't we all? Emotionally, at least. I wish. Anyways, so... But the vast majority of the video uh, on Chopper Objects is me speaking f- uh, over this 24-page script that I wrote for it. Um, <laughs> and A brilliant mind. And Yeah, so it's mainly my voice. Uh, a lot of the video is talking about, like, sexism and how uh, it, tie- it relates to violence and how women express violence uh in the in the story blah 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 whatever go watch the fucking video um but like also let's like just emphasize one more time work of fiction it is a work it is a work of fiction that reflects that reflects on the world but in no like hyper specific way um nothing in the book has actually happened in those specific details um pig farms exist so and they hurt me. That's a vegan. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, misogyny is a huge theme of the show and therefore of the video and like what I was trying to say with it. Um, and I'm a man and I'm narrating it. And for the record, that was not lot. That was not lost on me while I was making the video. I was like, mm, like, but honestly, the only thing, the only like actual thought I had about it was, all right, like this better, like this better be good if you're the one if you're the one to do this, like you got to make it good. Um, which maybe I'm being like too hard and like PC on myself. I don't think so. It never crossed my mind once. I think if it, if it was, well, you also, you also know me. I think if you like found a random video made by a man on it, talking about the things that I did, you might, um, it might, it might, it might cross your mind. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. 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 I also don't care and I also don't take life seriously enough yeah. Yeah. to get like triggered and offended by a man talking about a work of fiction. Yeah. And the themes about women and violence in it. May- I feel like I might have had more of an opinion if it was obviously if you were a stranger and it was about like a real case about sexual assault or rape or something. I think maybe in that case, I would be like, huh, like what fucking qualifies you? It is a TV show and a book. Yeah. Or if I was talking about like part of the reason I made the video was because I didn't I wasn't seeing any I wasn't seeing really too much like discussion about the show. And I think the show is like truly like like I hate this word, but truly a masterpiece. It is like unbelievably good. And I feel like no one was talking about it. And I'm like, yo, like, 
this show deserves <laughs> like it, it deserves attention and so i guess i will be the one to make it i was trying to like fill a uh a, a void that i was seeing in the market quote unquote of youtube anyways not to be like a fucking meninist but like Men do deserve to have opinions about things like Jesus fucking Christ, especially about art. We're like edging the people with no, literally. We're just like I'm like yeah, like it didn't really bother me, and I'm like I'm allowed to have an opinion. So, (laughs) but the video's been up since February, February. March. But it it, it, since February it uh, but it only started getting a lot of views in like early july or something okay i don't know what happened it just randomly started getting a lot of views so i wake up sometime in the past few days and i check my phone (laughs) and i have a youtube notification that someone has uh left a comment on my video um and the first thing i see in the notification the preview is um i find it incredibly ironic how he and then i was like oh what are they talking about um because I don't really talk about men in the video. I don't really talk about male characters. So you're like, like, oh, nar. I'm like, oh, it's me. So Ah! I comment about me. So Nicholas G. Cole. Nicholas Golden Cole. So then I go to read the entire comment. And (laughs) instead of instead of me reading it for you guys, uh, my uh, my friend sent me a voice memo of him reading it. And I think it is much better than any. I it it does it it does the comment much more justice than I ever could. Welcome to the podcast, whose last name I don't know, and I'm not going to say <laughs> for privacy reasons. Here we go. I find it incredibly ironic as to how he whines about inequality between the sexes. It is the unbridled temerity to completely dominate the narration shut out the female speaker. If he truly cared about gender equality, he would have allowed the female voice actor to speak throughout the entirety of the video instead of bogging it in the manner in which he did. Her voice was perfectly suited to the nature and theme of the video, and it sounded considerably more pleasant to the ear than his hideous caterwauling. Your voice causes my ears great discomfort. Also, thank you for mansplaining the whole series to us in such a condescending and didactic manner. Oh, what would we have done without the fair intellectualism and pontification of some basement dweller incel to smugly address the plebs in his ever-dwindling audience? (laughs) Give it up for me, everyone. Yes, Clary? Hey, um, female voice actor here. <laughs> Thank you so much for volunteering me to narrate the whole video. <laughs> you and Megan. And then when I sent this in our group chat with Megan, she was like, dude, the female voice actors could barely get their lines out. <laughs> I'm like, listen, why are you acting like I have, I mean, I have much to say, but also, but, but first and foremost, why are you acting like there were auditions held and then Nick cast himself? I mean, it's because this person is clearly a full troll and doesn't act. I don't think, I don't think this person like actually believes any of this. I think they're literally doing it to get a reaction. So here you go. So I'm just going to break down the comment real quick in case you are actually as stupid as you appear to be. 
Can I also pipe in where I'm where I have opinions? Because Nick, <laughs> I am merely a extension of you. Thank you. So first sentence. I find it incredibly ironic as to how he whines about inequality between the sexes, yet he has the unbridled temerity to completely dominate the narration and shut out the female speaker. Okay, so let's break this down real quick. First what? off, I I don't think I whine about inequality between the sexes. I think I analyze the piece of media and uh, what it was trying to say, which was clearly um, about uh, not just inequality, but about how things present i mean the vi- the video at like if i'm if i'm gonna pare it down to one sentence the video is about how women express violence um in certain situations and how cycles are perpetuated that is pretty much what i'm talking about in the video but go watch it one i don't think i'm whiting whining yet i have the unbridled temerity to completely dominate the narration and shut out the female speaker the way that i needed a fucking like dictionary to read this <laughs> comment like i'm too stupid you're like highlighting every word you're like look up i'm like the female speaker is too dumb to read your comment you think she wanted to narrate this whole thing girl no thank you Yet I have the unbridled temerity to completely dominate the narration and shut out the female speaker. Um, as I've said, and as it, if it wasn't completely obvious by the video, um, where at the end, when the credits are rolling, it says created, written, and performed by me. Um, I wrote the script, so I'm not dominating the narration. It is entirely my creation. <laughs> every word of that video was placed there by me um uh megan also wasn't like starting to record the entire video and i said silence woman <laughs> and like roundhouse kick her in the face and get her to shut up as i go in with my opinion yes clary um i have another question i was raising my hand just yes. so yes, yes, you yes, all yes. know how many um like youtube video essays are narrated by someone who isn't also the creator, writer, executor of the whole project. I feel like I would say, I would say that seems weird to me. Less than 1%, if not less than 0.1%. Thank you. Okay. Carry on. Let's continue analyzing. Okay. Next one. If he truly cared about gender equality, he doesn't. Well, I don't. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mask off. So if I uh, if he truly cared about gender equality, he would have allowed the female voice actor to speak throughout the entirety of the video. Okay, so this isn't the end of the sentence, but I'm going to stop it right here because a lot of run-ons going on. Okay, if I truly cared about gender equality, I would have allowed the female voice actor to speak throughout the entirety of the video. Okay, so a few things. One, if you think my delegation of voice acting duties on my video essay on the first video of my gay little YouTube channel is at all indicative of my opinion on how men and women should be treated, then you have the brain of a cow and you should go kill yourself. (laughs) Since I've been roped into this through this fucking comment, thank you, Mrs. Morbid. (laughs) If you can't tell me and Megan's voice apart, 
I think you're the anti-feminist here. Go fuck yourself. I mean, no, absolutely no way this person watched it beyond four or five minutes, maybe. I know. I'm like, did you sit through the whole thing? Did I? The oh. Morbid. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, yeah, yeah I did. Several times. Did you times. watch the whole video? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, what did I say? <laughs> oh my Go God. watch it again. Um, maybe you'll know why you're getting hate comments. Secondly, I think it's a little indicative of how you think. I think it's a little indicative of your opinion on things when you say, uh, I should have allowed the female voice actor to speak throughout the entirety of the video. Um, You're positing a situation that simply did not happen of Megan asking to be the full voice actress or Claire being the full voice actress. Nick let me out of my cage for five minutes to record that voice memo. And that was generous enough. I let, I let my sister wives out of the basement. I asked if my friends would record something for a video essay that I never thought would get more than like a hundred views maybe. And they uh, were kind enough to say yes. So it's more like they allowed to be recorded. They allowed to themselves to be in the video. And uh, like once again, at the time, I was not like stoked on the sound of my own voice. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't like. No, it, I mean, it was now. Like, I think I, I'd be like jumping for joy if you asked me to record something for a video essay. But at the time, I was like, of course. I mean, like. Yeah, like if you really need me to, I can do that. Ugh, but like, I was if like, you don't know, if you don't know any other woman, <laughs> no, literally, and he doesn't. Nick hates women. No, We've already been over this. Yes, as we, as a, uh, 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 if I truly cared about gender equality, Claire just hung up on me. Why did Claire hang up on me? Where'd I'm you so go, dumb, baby. I, I'm still recording. I just hung up like an idiot. Are you still there? Yeah. I was like, Claire just hung up on me. Uh, I was making sure I'm recording on my microphone and not my AirPods. And I double tap <laughs> my thing. And it was like, hang up on Nick, question mark. And Claire said, yes. And I said, thank God, get me out of this. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I did not um, graciously allow them to record. And, and they <laughs> wanted to do more. And, and I simply said, no, it was uh, kind of near the opposite of that. Instead of boggarting it in the manner in which he did. Is it Bogart or Bogart? Instead of boggarting it, I think. Bogart? If I understand. I wish my name was Bogart. Unless this word. If it. Bogart would have two G's. I think Bogart mm. would be one. Unless I'm, this unless this is a special exception, which. It Morbid is much maybe. smarter than me. I clearly. <laughs> I think Morbid just like wrote out a hate comment and went to like make me sound smart.org and just copy pasted it and then had it like Morbid translated went to fucking red and just copy pasted <laughs> and this was what was produced no literally instead of boggarding it in the manner in which he did okay i mean uh boggarding <laughs> it in the manner which he did difference of opinion um well i just it's like what <laughs> You put a video on your your own channel, and they're like, "How dare you fucking instead of, instead of it. boggarded it?" <laughs> oh, we have we have more. Don't worry. Her voice was perfectly suited to the nature and theme of the video. Who's me or Megan? Pick your favorite right now. 
Go, Morbid. He, Who do you he's, like better? De- he's, he's definitely talking about Megan. And it okay. sounded... He did not get to... Your part's like 30 minutes and He did not watch the video that long. I swear. <laughs> Morbid, watch the whole thing. Morbid! Please. There's other women. Ugh. Don't shut out other women. Yeah, Morbid, if you truly liked women, you would have watched the through my voiceover, you fucker. <laughs> Her voice was perfectly suited to the nature and theme of the video, and it sounded considerably more pleasant to the ear than his hideous caterwauling. <laughs> I'm like, Nick, why do you hate the sound of your own voice? You're like, well... So, uh, I mean, I, I'm retreading, you know, worn, worn ground here, but her voice was perfectly suited to the nature and theme of the video. Yeah, I would agree. She did a great job with what I asked her to do. And yeah, so I guess I agree with that. Um, it sounded considerably more pleasant to the ear than his hideous caterwauling. I also don't fully disagree with that. I think Megan has a nicer voice than I do in general, but uh, I think it would be more disrespectful to women to ask her to record a 40 minute voiceover for a video when asking her to do the monologue at the beginning was already, you know, not like a huge ask on my part, but like she she definitely did a favor because it's like acting and she had to get her mic out and like she did it a few times. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Nick gave us notes. I re-recorded things. Okay. Yeah. Cause I care about women. So yeah. In terms of Megan having a nicer voice than me, I agree. I would love to see uh, Cycles of Violence and Sharp Objects, Megan's version, one day. Maybe we'll get it. Who knows? When Megan (laughs) buys the rights. Yeah, when Megan's like... She takes it away from you. (laughs) Megan says, I'm reclaiming what's mine. And I'm like, how was this yours, girl? She's morbid diathesis. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The initials are the same. (gasps) (gasps) Megan. Megan. Why haven't you texted me back? Okay. <laughs> Your voice causes my ears great discomfort. <laughs> best part. <laughs> like, best part. Same. Best part of the comment. Um, you don't have to edit his podcast once a week, asshole. That, that was. Just, <laughs> that was. I mean, this was. That was. That was very funny. Your voice causes my ears great discomfort. One is if your ears have their own opinion on things. Um, <laughs> I like. I liked how you. I liked how you did that. Um. But yeah, I mean, I really hope you're okay because it sounds like ISIS is holding you in a basement and forcing you to watch the water cooler on YouTube and then write out a comment. Um, So I would recommend if my voice is causing you great discomfort, I would really recommend simply (laughs) shutting your laptop. (laughs) Walk away in the words of Tyler, the creator. (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) Turn off the computer. Also, thank you for mansplaining the whole series to us. That's my favorite line. In such a condescending and didactic manner. I have something I'd like to say. What's up? I'm a woman. Let me speak, Nick. I, once again, not to sound like a meninist, I just think it's really funny when a man literally explains anything and everyone's like mansplaining and i'm like there is a difference between a man literally explaining something and mansplaining and we get to see both examples on this podcast once a week and i can point out the difference and you can go back to (laughs) mansplaining this comment at me 
That, like, that's literally my favorite part of the whole thing. I think it is so goofy. I'm like, oh, no, I mean, man, analyzed man, a television series that's man, mansplaining. Mansplaining is like, it's obviously a, a real thing that happens, but it's just so mm-hmm. overused now. It's not, it doesn't have any actual meaning. It's like gaslight. Once again, mansplaining and gaslight. I'm getting those tattooed on my knuckles. Yeah. While, while you're here. So <laughs> I'm like, how many fingers do you have? So fucking many. <laughs> um, in terms of mansplaining the whole series to us, I talk about very specific elements of the series. So I wouldn't say the whole series. I guess I'd argue with you there. Mansplaining usually implies that there is... Um, You're going to mansplain mansplaining? Mansplaining usually implies that if there are several people in a room and let's say... There is a someone with like a PhD in astrophysics who is a woman and some guy named Nick who likes watching videos about space on YouTube. Uh, if they're if they're in the room and the and Dr. Clary Smith, <laughs> Dr. Clary Smith of astrophysics.edu starts talking about, I don't fucking know, relativity and then Nick raises his hand and interrupts her to, to explain what relativity is. That's more what mansplaining is rather than me voluntarily going out of my way to spend like, like I, 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 I mean, in all seriousness, I'm incredibly proud of this video. I think it is very good. I think the analysis is excellent. I'm very happy that it's getting the attention it is. I mansplained 0%. I used so many interviews of Gillian Flynn and Marty Noxon, the showrunner. I literally quote them the entire time. I mean, that at this point, I was like, okay, this person doesn't actually believe any of this. This is complete bullshit. Um, And such a condescending, once again, an opinion. I don't think I talked down to anyone um, if you think I have a condescending way of speaking, you're homophobic, then you're homophobic and a stupid person who is intellectually inferior to me, but I don't, I'm not condescending. And we stand by that. You piece of shit. <laughs> you little stupid damn it. So, <laughs> I'm not condescending. <laughs> As someone who has been condescended by Nick, let me tell yes. you, you'll know when it's happening. No. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to miss. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty like apparent. Pal- it's palpable. So the tension, you could cut it with a knife. Okay, so in such a condescending and didactic manner, what does didactic you clearly, mean? You clearly just copy pasted the word didactic and actually didn't look up what it means because it literally means instructional. That is its definition. Is in like instructional or to instruct. I don't know if that could be a negative thing. That seems pretty. It's 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 not it's not a negative or positive thing. It's a neutral thing. It's like to inform. And I'm like, yeah, I did it in a didactic manner. You're so fucking didactic, baby. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck me with that didactic cock. Di- didact me. Oh, what would we have done without the faux intellectualism and pontification of some basement dweller incel incel? is uh, censored, the E is an asterisk, Dirty word. to smugly address the plebs in his ever-dwindling audience. Okay. So I feel like I already addressed the 
point of pontification in the previous sentence of condescension because those are like synonyms basement dweller nick is on the ground floor he's already been pretty the faux faux intellectualism i mean i i don't know what it would take for me to prove my intelligence to you and i'm not really interested in whatever litmus test you have for that Um, show them your degree that does it for me i honestly my degree feels like I'm like, I have a BFA in TV writing and production. It's like, it's like, I have a certificate in like coloring books. Like, that's what it feels like. Um, it doesn't feel like a real thing. I mean, that is like having a BFA in like dance. No, that, I mean, that's like, that's what a BFA is, is advanced coloring. Um, a bachelor of fun. Of <laughs> God. Uh, faux intellectualism. Okay, cool. Um, and pontification already addressed of some basement dweller incel. Okay, so let's break that down. Spot the lie. Um, I'm just going to quote Dan here. We don't have a basement. The only basement Nick has access to, I'm trying to rent from his father. So I'm going <laughs> to once again quote Dan and say, but it'd be really cool if we did have a basement, like a den or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, Nick, you have something better than a basement. You have a balcony that faces someone else's balcony. Yeah, with the sound of constant horns and bad drivers. With the sound of being on the freeway. (laughs) Basement dweller incel. Incel uh, is censored. That's the bad word here. (laughs) For the record, I'm not involuntarily celibate. I am choosing to be celibate. Nick is choosing to be celibate until we are married. I could get dick anytime I wanted if I really wanted it, but I don't. I have I have unrealistically high standards and I'm a very picky person. And he loves my pussy too much. Which is on me. Caught me slipping. Uh, to smugly address the plebs in his ever dwindling audience. I love that part. To smugly address the plebs, once again, I literally had no idea if, I like kind of don't believe that the video has as many views as it does, because I really was like. It doesn't. I thought it would have uh, like a hundred maybe, like, I don't know, because I also didn't want to make it, like, I never want to make something with the expectation of an audience. That's not No, that's literally how bad content is created. Yeah, exactly. That's why this podcast is so good. Yeah, it's because we're like, is anyone out there? No. Wax, wax lady, are you there? She tuned out. Yeah, she's like, I'm done with this. Once again, I didn't even know that there were going to be plebs to address. <laughs> but the plebs in my ever-dwindling audience. And then, Claray, I'd like you to quote your partner, Ryan Bleep. What did he say? Isn't that his first video? And then Ryan said, isn't that his first video? I'm like, if you're going to write a hate comment, at least make, make it, it make accurate. Sense. <laughs> like, at least be like, this faggot has an annoying voice and <laughs> I wish I never spent 40 minutes of my life watching this dumbass video. Also, I hate sharp objects and I don't know why I clicked on it. And at I can't be believe honest. his audience is growing. Like, no, like my, it's that like, makes I, more sense. Ever dwindling. This isn't even a flex. It's like my audience has only been growing. <laughs> 
because this isn't that's a flex. What, this is just facts. Because that's how a new channel works. I have three videos out. Like, what are you talking about? I really hope they start leaving hate comments on them. Yeah, ever-dwindling audience. The audience is objectively growing. So yeah, so that was the first comment. I'm not going to break down the next ones, but I'm going to read Can them. Can I read you. one? Can I read one? Okay, well, while you're, while you're getting that one, I'm going to switch to my most recent video. <laughs> this person made the jump to my most recent video. Typical mediocre filler content made by a trendy douchebag. Which is it? Basement dwelling, incel, trendy. Or am I a trendy douchebag? Those are, those are, they're not entirely, but they're pretty close to mutually exclusive. I don't know, Nick, because I can tell you something else that you are. A white hipster douche bemoaning the lack of POC is so predictable and boring. Only mediocre, stupid people care about shit like that. (laughs) Yeah, you sound real smart, morbid. (laughs) You're pandering to the lowest common denominator. For the sake, and then I couldn't tell you what else they said. I think the comment was deleted. Um, Yeah. Well, because I went to run to your defense and I couldn't find it. (laughs) Oh, babe. I know I said I wasn't going to break down this comment, but real, real quick. I never bemoaned the lack of POC in the show because I, I don't even, I literally don't even think that. I simply reference that the fictional town (laughs) in the, in the story (laughs) doesn't is mainly is largely white and is largely racist. And there aren't a lot of POC in the town. Simply facts. (laughs) Like like that. I wasn't, I literally wasn't bemoaning it at all. Like the show, uh, the show does have like a few POC characters, but like, part of the story is that it is this like old southern gothic vaguely like plantation vibe like it's 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 an undercurrent because it takes place like in the south and they have a holiday celebrating like the confederates like <laughs> like so whatever i i never bemoan the lack of poc I literally do not believe in having diversity to like check a box. I think that is so stupid. No, because Nick's a good person. (laughs) Also, because I can say that on no social media does Nick have his profile picture or avatar as a black and white image of fucking, what is her name? I just realized what this is. Girl, I still don't know. I'm just trying to remember the characters. It's, um, it's Tarantino. It's. Is that Uma Thurman? It's, yeah, it's Uma Thurman as, what is her fucking name? Mia. From, uh, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. You piece of shit, white, hipster, douchebag, internet dwelling. Yes, I promise it is. I feel like that doesn't look like her. What is the movie called? I just forgot it again. (laughs) Pulp Fiction. Mia Wallace. It's either that or... um, Because you hate women. I do. Um, Yeah, it's either her or Winona Ryder in Heathers. One of the two. It's some bitch with the bob and bangs. This this doesn't look like Uma Thurman or Winona Ryder. And then another one, uh, and then the final one. So this person left four comments in total across two videos. Gamers are man children, period. 
So my lovely wife, Claret, rushed to my defense of the original <laughs> comment on sharp objects. And what did you I say? I was filled with rage. No, it was adorable because it just made me laugh. I said, female voice actor here, no thanks. And I said, damn, that must have been a workout pouring through the thesaurus writing this caption or this comment. You're so brave. Exactly. I was really hoping they were going to sort of fight with me because then I wanted to be like, you should listen to his podcast. He really hates <laughs> women there. <laughs> because I'm selfish and want to involve myself. My friend from uh, my friend from Chapman, Xavier, who's also my big. Oh, I'm big and little. My big random my defense and my YouTube comments. <laughs> no, but he literally did. Um, He's also he also has a YouTube channel. No free clout. He replied, he just replied and said, this is a wildly pointless argument. And I'm like, very, <laughs> very succinct, Xavier. Thank you. And then he replied to the uh, the comment on my other video and said, <laughs> OMG, you are obsessed. All caps. <laughs> and I'm like, they really are. But it's like, you I know, wish keep, my big liked me. Keep engaging with the content. Keep being curious. Keep asking questions. Keep asking questions. Keep leaving hate comments. I, yeah, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was ultimately very funny. Um, oh shit, we've been recording for two hours. Let's go record some Patreon content and maybe cut maybe cut this. This is like a just for Claret. No, I will. I, I was trying to tease our Patreon. No, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna put on a little show again. I was somewhere else. <laughs> Oh my god, we've been recording for two hours. We're crazy. We should always stop and record that thing for Patreon. You guys won't know what that's all about until you give us your fucking money. Well, I think we should, we should, um, we can include like a teaser. We'll see. Like five minutes or something. And they'll be like, yeah, that's not for me. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Give me that wildflower cat. Do we need to do that this week? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, wildflower, Red Taylor's version, wildfire. I did not get. Um, I haven't told you this. <laughs> I just wanted to Facetime you about yesterday. I did not get a second interview for something that I was hoping to get a second interview for. Wildcat is that you're gonna kill them? And my wildcat is morbid diathesis. And. Honorable mention for the recording. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Wildflower, strong, red Taylor's version. Specifically, nothing new featuring Phoebe Bridgers, Taylor's version from the vault. Wildfire, Jake Gyllenhaal, Wildcat, Phoebe Jake Bridgers. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard being a, a big Taylor Swift fan and like <laughs> a complete Jake Gyllenhaal stan. <laughs> I'm like, he is one of the greatest living actors. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck him any day. Okay, let's talk about Astro World. Okay, bye people who won't be listening to this because they don't pay. Bye. Bye. Hello, this is the credits of the episode. You're probably already clicking out. That's super fun for you. Um, so yeah, me and Claret obviously produce this. We do everything, actually. It's only us. Um, Claret's been editing a lot recently, so editing is her. Sound mixing is me. 
and yeah, the music is by Anabolic Beats and uh, what else? Our patrons, yeah, our immortal patrons who give us four dollars and twenty cents a month because we're funny. Uh, <laughs> so our patrons uh, this month are. Cameron, Hazel Herring, Jade Watson, John Sims, Laura Zimmerman, Megan Donovan, Piss Baby, it's Ryan, Sasha Kosek, Teresa Graham, and Vinicio. So thank you guys so much. If you want to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash braincellgirls. You can also follow us on Instagram at braincellgirls. You can follow Claret at the Grease Trap Queen, and you can follow me at Nick Curl. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Let's all hang the boss again and celebrate it.